Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Gen 3. Today, we are going back to our roots, talking about the Web3 and the Metaverse. I know we lost a couple of you in the last couple of months, but that's completely fine because the Metaverse and the Web3 is constantly evolving with some of the most talented people in the world. Things are being built every day, even if you don't see it. So today I have with me Remco Sakima. He is the senior marketing avatar at uh, Movella, and we're going to be talking about all the amazing things that are happening in the metaverse, his experience in the metaverse with motion capture and how things are going to be turning, you know, from the business perspective into this new world or how companies are adopting this new technology. So welcome Remco to our podcast. Thank you. And uh, glad to be here. Nice. Awesome. So tell me a little bit more about you, Remco. How did you get in the space? I know you've been with Movella for about 13 years now. So you were, you know, at the very start of it all when the company started adopting this technology. How did you start getting into it? When did you start getting into it? And walk me through that, you know, lifetime. All right. Let me let me try to keep it short and and, <laughs> and, and get 13 years of experience into uh, one minute. But um, yes, yes, I've been in the in the, in the company for uh, in, indeed since 2009, so it's 13 years almost. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we are uh, a company that does uh, motion technologies, and it's it's in different segments. Um, but the the segment that is uh, that is related to this subject is uh, motion capture. Motion capture means um, you can put on a suit, a suit that we make. It's a tool that we make. So you put on a suit. It's like a lycra suit, like a skating suit. It has uh, sensors embedded in the suit, and uh, when you move, your uh, your your movements are digitized, and you can apply that then to an avatar. And mm -hmm. uh, this is how you know avatars are made uh, to move naturally. You know, it's used in uh, game development. It's uh, used for um, for films. You know, films mm -hmm. like uh, like Iron Man, like Black Panther. They use our technology, The Mandalorian. Um, so it's it's a very wide uh, technology uh, space that we are in, um, and I'm doing the marketing worldwide. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm doing marketing communications, um, and um, yeah, since since like a, like a year or two, uh, because I I have a personal background in in, in gaming and in comics. Mm -hmm. Well, as you see, um, yeah. and um, uh, so I have a, a personal preference in it. So I'm I'm diving into this. And um, because, well, motion capture and the metaverse are kind of related. It's mm -hmm. like a, a little gear in a in a full uh, in a full project. Um, mm -hmm. I started looking into it, and uh, I started making Movella also be part of of this metaverse. And um, yeah, that's how I came about, and I started uh, sharing about the metaverse, about my ideas, about my vision, mm -hmm. um, and I think it worked out fine because I have a, a good following on the, on LinkedIn now, uh, and well, I'm here, so yeah. apparently <laughs> something went uh, right. Um, so yes, this is uh, this is what is happening, uh, and uh, yeah, metaverse is is well, you introduced it. Well, the metaverse, mm -hmm. it's not here yet; it's still still like uh, a concept mm -hmm. uh, but things are progressing towards something that, that eventually could be called a metaverse and i think there's a lot of i call them mini verses you know uh, that that could be considered something that could evolve into mm -hmm. uh, the metaverse so i think that's really interesting it's it's a super interesting time that we're in yeah so a lot of people are you know finding the idea of the metaverse because they don't understand really what people are trying to do with the metaverse. So 
are is do you see that the technology is moving towards living our day-to-day lives you know going to work meetings um you know waking up in the morning to the metaverse socializing in the metaverse is that kind of the the the, the route that we're taking is that what we're trying to build or is it more so how can we start integrating um more technology into you know our day-to-day workplace if we're doing remote working from all around the world how can we create a virtual office so what do you see the, the the metaverse movement is going towards yeah, I think it's a mix. You know, what I always say, the metaverse is not like a thing or a platform. Mm-hmm. It's more like a way of living. You know, mm-hmm. it's more, you know, at so this it's a point, lifestyle more so than. Yeah, it's more like a style mm-hmm. or a, a, a future. Mm-hmm. Um, so at this moment, there's, of course, there's, there's offline life and there's online life, you know, and there's okay. this, this, this uh, distinction is really clear, you know, I'm either online or I'm offline. Mm-hmm. And there's then there in between, there's a little bit the, uh, the social media, which also could be, you know, online, offline, but it's, it's pretty clear when I'm, you know, in, engaging in an, uh, in an offline uh, event. And at some point, I think these barriers are becoming more gray. Like okay. I am now talking to you uh, on on a on a podcast, but this mm-hmm. could also be in. I could be in my room, and you could be here, like a hologram kind of style. Mm-hmm. Um, and are we then online or offline? You know, it's like a gray area that 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 we are becoming in. So um, we can be sitting in a virtual room on the metaverse that we designed, that we call like our podcast studio, and that could be like a podcast studio in our own metaverse that we create, and that could be like our podcast setup essentially. Yeah, there could be so many kinds of setups. You know, mm-hmm. I could be you know virtually in your room where you are now, and we could be sitting next or against each other. Mm-hmm. We could be in like a virtual environment, and then we could have a conversation. You know, we could yeah. Uh, I always, I always get this, this example, you know, I see myself, I have a dog and I walk Mm -hmm. the dog in the morning. I don't know. And then I would see myself inviting one of my friends to walk with me, but he's not actually there, you know, but he's, you know, with me as an avatar and I only see him via my AR classes. So it feels like he's with me, but he's not actually there. So, okay. and then is it, you know, is it real? Is it online? So th- these things yeah. are going to fade. So where's, where's the barrier between reality and exactly. virtuality? Yeah. And I think, you know, when, when those um, barriers are less clear, so mm-hmm. when they mix, they really merge, this is where I see, you know, there's a metaverse coming in. Mm-hmm. Now, this is what I mean about, you know, uh, it's not about the platform, but it's more about, you know, a way of living. So mm-hmm. this is how I see it. And um, it, it's a long road towards this. You know, we're not there. But I think we already have a lot of technology that can mm-hmm. support this, all this. Um, it just needs to evolve. You know? And now with all the, sh- the shortages in chips, you know, mm-hmm. everywhere, you know, things are declining, things are less progressing, mm-hmm. but it will go at some point. And then in phases, we will get there. And maybe, I don't know, 30 years from now, you know, it will be like this. And, mm-hmm. you know, we will not talk about online or offline. You know, we will just talk about, you know, our our life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I go to Disneyland and, you know, I'm in the ride, I invite, you know, one of my friends or my son invites one of his friends who is at home and say, hey, you want to ride with me? And then <laughs> he puts on his glasses and you do the They're ride. They're together you know? in the same space, yeah. Yeah, and they have the same experience, but, you know, he is 
online and I'm offline. You know, this, so there's a lot of things that, that can progress in this way. And you no, know, these are really visionary things, I think, mm -hmm. but it's not really hard to imagine. But I think there's also, you know, stuff that we, you know, can't even imagine yet. So then let's talk about really what's happening today in the space. And let's talk about also like some of the technical um, evolution that also your company is adopting. So you guys started with motion capture. How do you utilize that? So how did you first of all figure out that this could be, you know, a profitable revenue model for your business or something that you can introduce that can, you know, support growth? And then how did you introduce it to the company? What was like the feedback? What, what applications do you guys have for it? Is it positive? Should companies, more companies adopt things like that, especially like companies in your space? So tell me more about the, the business applications or the real life applications. Yeah. So if you think about metaphors at mm -hmm. this moment, you think about, um, uh, platforms like Sandbox, like yeah. Decentraland, uh, maybe VR solution like Allspace VR, um, Horizon from, uh, from Meta. Um, but also you hear a lot, you know, like Fortnite or Roblox, you know, those, those kind of things. So it's actually games most of the time. Okay. Um, in these games, there's, there's avatars that are wandering, are wandering around and, you know, they, they do actions, they walk, they jump, they, mm -hmm. whatever they do. Um, and these actions are mostly pre-recorded at this moment. So, okay. um, these pre-recorded things are also done by motion capture. So this can be done by our technology. So all the avatars that you see running around in games, mm -hmm. in films, but also in metaverse games, um, they are originally done somewhere at some point by motion capture. Um, so our company or the Movella company that I work for, so we provide a tool to make this motion or to make these avatars move. Mm -hmm. And so this is, but this is already happening. So our customers are, you know, EA Sports, you know, uh, Marvel, like I said, mm -hmm. so these kinds of companies that, that make games and make films. Um, but if you think about, you know, really going into metaverse and then probably communicating a lot with people, I don't know if you do it, but you know, I've, I've meetings in VR and I talk to others and I'm in VR and it always feels, you know, a little bit off. You okay. know? It's like your eyes don't connect properly. Your body movements are not, you know, fully clear. So you, ha you, ha so you have like your headset on, you're looking at the other person, but like things are twitching. Things are not just like moving naturally. Yeah. Essentially, like the body moves. Exactly. Then, okay. you know, you are not right on opposite of each other, you know, mm -hmm. your hands are floating uh, some of the time, you know, you only have an upper <laughs> body, you know, you just have like your hands going up and down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, and, and, and some of the times that there's not even hands movements and you have just mm -hmm. uh, little buttons and say, okay, now I wave and now I, I don't know. And now I clap and now I do something. Mm -hmm. So it is really basic and pretty recorded. And, um, so what I'm really envisioning is people, if you want to have a real conversation with somebody, mm -hmm. you have to almost look this person in the eye and mm -hmm. you have to see the body movements that this person has. You have to see the body language. You know, there is this notion that, um, uh, what is it like 55% of your communication is mm -hmm. done via your body. You know, yeah. and the rest, the rest is, is voice and intonation and, and what you're actually saying. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of, uh, body movements that are now not included in this communication. So that can never make it either genuine or really effective. Mm 
So there's a lot of work of work to gain there. No avatars, if they move uh, with each other, if they talk with each other, they need to move naturally, and your personal movements need to be on that avatar, not mm -hmm. some pre-recorded, you know, uh, movements that 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 you see happening. But so is it what you are doing? Like, like what happens, you know, when that generation of the Wii where we'd get the control and then it just almost emulates our natural body movement when we're playing sports or so it's not necessarily pre-recorded motion movements. It's more so like actually what you're doing and how you're sitting and where you're looking. So does that mean that the person has to, like if they want to be in the metaverse and they want to be immersed, does that mean that they have to buy you know, thousands of dollars of gears and like set up their entire body every time they want to be in the metaverse or can it happen with like you know, simple pieces of technology? Yes. Um, uh, it's a really good question because I don't want to wear something when I'm in the metaverse. You know, uh, I don't see the metaverse as the ready, ready player me, you know, kind mm -hmm. of style. You know, you have a full gear on, you have a headset on and, mm -hmm. you know, you, you're, you're bound to some, some little space and this is where you, where everything happens. So you don't want that. So, you know, with the, 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 the upcoming of AI, you know, they're the artificial intelligence. And if you combine that with motion, a lot of things can be done, you know, without wearing a suit. So I could, you know, in the office, I could record a lot of my motions of my natural motions that I do all the time. And then you, you put them in, in some kind of database. And then, you know, there's like an AI uh, engine over it that can mm -hmm. you know, connect it to your avatar. So when I'm entering in a, a metaverse and it sees me laughing, it sees me communicating, it sees me angry, it sees mm -hmm. me excited, you know, then, you know, it can be translated to, to your avatar. And then okay. you have a much more personal uh, communication style with each other instead of naja, what I said, uh, the, the, the regular emotions that you have. Mm -hmm. So I think in, in the future, this will, will be much more easy to do than it is now. At this moment, it's, it's really hard. Then you have mm -hmm. to wear indeed like a suit or you have to have like this Xbox Connect kind of uh, solution or just what you said. Mm -hmm. So there, there are solutions out there, but these are, you know, these have limitations. Um, so yeah, uh, technology is progressing and I, I don't see this as an issue in, in the future, but you know, we have some, some, uh, some ground to gain. What are some of the coolest um, motion design projects you've worked on or mu uh, motion capture projects you've worked on? Well, oh, that's a, that's a, that's a big, but the, 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 the most famous one is uh, that we did lately was uh, the latest FIFA. Um, mm -hmm. So FIFA has uh, uh, FIFA 22 came out and what they did, they actually put 22 players in mm -hmm. our suit. Uh, and then they, um, uh, and then they, they, they recorded a full, um, full game, which is normally not done. Normally mm -hmm. it's like a, a confined space. Uh, they take two or three players and they, they record an action and then, mm -hmm. you know, they combine all these things. And now they had the full field. So the full engagement between the team. Uh, which was, you know, really. So they were playing a real football game in their suits and you were just recording the their movements. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that is, that is really groundbreaking because that was not done uh, until like last year. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's also this company and I think that is really cool what they do. So I don't know. It's, 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 it's sad, but you know, a, a, 
a couple of years ago, there was like a, a big um, event and somehow the crowd went nuts mm -hmm. and some people died because the crowd crushed each other. And Travis uh, the, Scott? The, Is that the no, one? not that one. No, it was in Germany. Um, Germany, but, okay. Uh, yeah, but it's still um, that they had to go to a confined place, mm -hmm. and you know, people were pushing, and it went and uh, went wild. So, um, so there's also this company in in Germany, actually, also, and they uh, they also bought a bunch of our suits. And what they do is they they research how people how how crowds um, uh, react to certain uh, situations okay. because it's of course very hard to digitize a crowd mm -hmm. um, and also including the body motions. Mm -hmm. So they, they try to, to, uh, to make science out of crowds, you know, to make science out of chaos actually. Mm -hmm. So if something would happen again, they would, uh, they would know how, you know, to, to protect to, or react or yeah, exactly how to steer something cool. and what to do. So I think that's pretty cool indeed. Yeah. You know, it's, um, um, you know, it's something that has never been done before and it's also yeah, I've never heard of that before. Yeah, I, I didn't as well. <laughs> so, but this is, this is typically that some, yeah, some of these things that you come across, like you, mm -hmm. you never thought of this and then, you know, they, they, they come up with, uh, with something like, there's also uh, research done about how um, how saddles um, uh, react to horses when they are on the horse, and then it's of course not a motion capture suit, like but mm -hmm. then it's the technology that's in the motion capture suit is used by uh, by the saddles or in the saddles. You know how how yeah I have never thought about how a saddle mm -hmm. is you know how it reacts to a to a horse, but you know stuff like this uh, is is being researched uh, on a daily basis and. Sometimes you come across really crazy things. That's pretty cool. That's that's actually like, I I love the, the the chaos one creating you know science out of chaos. I think that's 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 a really cool concept, and it can it be is. applied in so many different ways. Um, yeah. you write a lot about NFTs. You're very involved in the NFT space. You're in what like some 26 projects right now. Um, how? Well, first of all, how did the NFT world change from you know? like during pandemic times when it was at its like highest peak to post pandemic when we went into that like whole crypto recession or downturn. So how, how did the NFT world change? Um, were like the scams essentially like vetted at that time or were they able to like, is are the real projects the ones that are surviving right now? What are some really cool projects? How can someone identify, you know, the cool projects mm -hmm. that someone should invest in versus, you know, the scams or the, you know, the just nothing projects are the ones that don't have a roadmap. Yeah. Well, first, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not an investor, so I, I cannot really talk about, you know, which one is, is good to invest. Um, so the ones that I, I got into are really the ones that I either, I love them, you know, because mm -hmm. of the project or the story that was behind them. Um, or there was uh, a technology being used. So our technology is also used to make and create uh, NFT mm -hmm. projects. So I was also involved in those uh, kind of projects. You guys use motion designs to, to, or like motion capture to create NFTs, like movement yeah, NFTs? Yeah, what, what you see, what there was a, a, a period then, and uh, you've seen it now. So the, 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 the NFTs that were created, they are 2D flat you know, images. Mm -hmm. And um, they want to bring them to life. So there's like a next stage. So what happened is a lot of these NFT projects have in their roadmap mm -hmm. that you get a... 3D model from mm -hmm. your uh, NFTs. 
And with those 3D models, you can build, I don't know, little animations or mm. you can well make a TV series out of it. Um, okay. you know, there's all kinds of, of things you can do with it. Um, and this is then done again with motion capture. Mm -hmm. So a few of these projects, you know, I came across and, uh, you know, I invested in it as well. And I bought these, these, uh, these NFTs to see, you know, how this would go and, you mm -hmm. know, what people would do because, well, you, you have to be kind of technical to make it work. You know, it's not mm -hmm. that easy. You have to work yeah. with Unreal Engine or Unity or, mm -hmm. you know, other, uh, uh, software to make it come to life. So, and, you know, of course I work at a company that, you know, we, we know how to work with this stuff, but mm -hmm. my, there's none of my friends that can. Mm -hmm. So also none of my friends invest in NFT, so <laughs> it doesn't matter, but, um, so this is, this is how I came across these, these projects. Um, and, um, yeah, and that's, that's also what, what I say to others. If you, if you like a project, you know, if you like the story or if you like, you know, the background of it, mm -hmm. then go in it. I actually don't like people go, I don't like it. I don't like the, the whole investment flipping, you know, going in, getting out. I, I don't see the point of it. It's also not sustainable in mm -hmm. my opinion. Yeah. It, because... it destroyed the NFT world very quickly. Exactly. It's, mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's a shame because I think, you know, in essence, it's a really cool, um, uh, technology and it can mm -hmm. be used to, to so many cool, um, applications, but what it is known now for is for being scammed. I was mm -hmm. scammed as well. What, know, uh, uh, what was the scam? It was stupid. You know, I was, <laughs> I was, and it's, it's so stupid. It's like, you know, you're not clicking on a link in an email or an attachment in an email mm -hmm. that you don't trust. You just don't do it anymore. Yeah. And in Twitter, it's the okay. same, you know, I get, uh, I get, uh, you know, hundreds of messages a day yeah. saying, oh, you know, whitelist this, whitelist that, and yeah. we drop here, three, I don't know. And somehow there was, so there was this project, maybe the Goblin project, maybe okay. you, you remember it, but it went from zero to, to a hero in, in no time. Mm -hmm. And they had like a, a, a webpage, but there was really particular, it was really, well, really cool, actually. It, it looked really different than all the other projects. Um, and it didn't look like, like any other. So I got a message and it says, well, you know, the, it's, it's our free weekly free whatever. And, uh, so I clicked on it. I don't know why, but I clicked on it and I saw this, this website. I thought, mm -hmm. hey, this is actually their website. Mm -hmm. Um, but they made it. They remade it. So, of course, but I yeah. didn't know at the time. So I thought, oh, well, this is actually this website. And it was like minted. And so stupid me, I, I, I minted. <laughs> and, um, but nothing happened. So I thought, okay, well. I, and it was at night, it was late at night. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, maybe I had a, a few beers. I don't know what happened, but he, and, and you were just was, excited. You were just excited. Uh, yeah. I don't Especially thought, well, a big project that like is sold out. Yeah. yeah. Like when a big project that is sold out, it happened to me so many times where, um, I think it was, God, I forgot what it was called, but there was this really cool project that was coming out. It was like, you know, the fashion board ape ones. I forgot what they're called, but anyways, they got like sold out in seconds, like not even yeah, yeah, yeah. in seconds. It was sold out. And then I get a link and they're like, Hey, we added a few more for like, yeah, yeah, you know, cause yeah, it sold yeah. out. And I clicked on the link and then I just like noticed something in the URL was just like small, but different. And that was like my hint that it's a scam, but I was so excited. I was like, Oh my God, yeah, let's yeah. go. We're going to exactly. buy it. 
And that happened to me and yeah, it was stupid, yeah. but nothing happened. And then a week after, I don't know, in the meantime, they, 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 they emptied my wallet Shit. and I, everything was gone. Yeah. It was, how, it was, how, it was how much? It what wasn't that lose? much. It wasn't that much. It was like, I think it was in total like a 500 euro or something. So, okay. it was, but it's still money, you know? Yeah. Um, Did uh, they, at least they didn't touch your assets though. Like, yeah, yeah, they stole the NFTs. I don't know what you mean by they assets. Like, NFTs? Too? Yeah, yeah, they were gone. Oh. No, 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 they were gone. But it, these assets, the, these, they were worth like 500 euro okay. or something. Gotcha. It was, uh, was not, uh, the, the biggest wallet, uh, that I had. Mm -hmm. But, um, so th th they were, they were gone. And, uh, and, and it were projects that I actually liked, you know, they, mm -hmm. they were, uh, connected to Movella or, you know, I don't know exactly what they were, but, so that was, it was a shame and it was yeah. stupid. Uh, and I, I actually wrote about it and I got a lot of, um, tips and, you know, mm -hmm. what I needed to do. Um, and if I knew about this, probably I, it would never have happened. Yeah. Um, but I also, I think I, I educated a lot of people on it. So how to do and what to do, not to do and what to do at, uh, at some point. But yeah, I think it's, you know, and, and one of the things that was yeah. everybody said is, okay, you know, it happens to everybody uh, it does. at some point. It does. It does. And then, but I was thinking, and I was thinking, yeah, but the f the notion, the fact that that happens is is so weird. Like, you know, yeah, if you're yeah. in this space, you get spammed or you get scammed. You know, it's like, why? You know? Everybody, I and like they're they're getting so creative with their scams as well. Yeah, I think mm. the the biggest or like the one that really got me. Um, it was when Twitter released the NFT picture or the NFT profile picture. Oh, I'm not yeah. sure if you're on Twitter, but uh, it was, I think last summer, uh, Twitter was like, okay, now you, your profile picture can be an NFT um, if you have minted it. And then it has like a hexagon shape. I was so yeah. excited because I wanted to show my NFTs and I was like, okay, I can finally like, you know, show off my NFTs in different cool ways. And then it was not working. Like the hexagon thing was not working. So I sent Twitter a support message saying, Hey, the hexagon is not working. Can you help me out? And then in my messages, I see this like Twitter account. It's like, Hey, we got your support ticket. Um, we can help you out. Follow this link and follow these instructions. I go to the link. It was a Twitter website. It was like step one, two, three, four, do this to your wallet. I was like, cool. Like how, who else would know that I put in the support ticket to Twitter? I follow yeah. the steps and then I connect my wallet. And then as soon as I connect my wallet, something just felt wrong. I went to that Twitter account and it had like zero followers and zero followings. Uh, and that was like, yeah, that was like, I was like, shit, did I just give them my wallet? And in, within seconds, I just transferred everything to a different wallet. So I like, good thing no yeah, they yeah. didn't steal my NFTs. But like the, how it was so good. I, it, the scam yeah. was so good. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they are so, um, yeah, they, they go to, to much of length to, to yes. do so. Yes. But, and that's, but it's, it's similar to, you know, they, they tried fishing, you know, on, mm -hmm. on your own, but, you know, they, they get creative there as well. But it's, yeah. it's, it's a thing and it, and it connects to, uh, to NFTs, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Um, and that is, that is, I think, a shame. Um, and it's, and it distracts a lot from, you know, where it could really go. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, and it also distracts or it actually keeps, you know, the actual NFT projects that are interesting, they, it, it keeps it down because nobody, you know, either they say, well, it, it's a scam anyway, mm -hmm. 
or they you know they don't see it because it will never uh, go you know it, it will not surface at this point yeah, um, this is the decentralization pendulum right we go from centralization to decentralization then like that creates chaos and then we're like we want rules back and then we get exactly. rules and we're like too much rules let's go back to like decentralization it just keeps going it's the circle yeah yeah you know, and that is and it it is a real you know mm -hmm. difficult question you know how far do you go in you know knowing who's on the other side yeah. Um, because also, yeah, my NFT was stolen and I can see in OpenSea who it was. Who At stole least it, I can yeah. see, I can see the address of who it was. Yeah. But <laughs> I cannot, you know, I don't know who How it is. is I can, yeah. And I couldn't even contact this person. Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, you asshole. What, like, I know what did you, you do? but there's nothing I, know, I can I'm do. I'm going to get you, <laughs> but you cannot, you know, it's like, yeah. it's so weird. And, um, and they also stole my, uh, I had like an ETH uh, account or like mm -hmm. an ETH domain. They also stole that one. Ah, they stole the NS uh, too. Yeah. So, uh, so that's also out there, but no, yeah, but I talked to ENA, to, to ETH and, uh, or the ENS and they said, well, we can at least cancel, um, that they cannot resell it. So mm -hmm. that's, that's what they did, but at some that's point, good. and now, now I have to wait like two years and then it's expired and then I can redo it again. But yeah. Yeah, because and also I said, and that's also a, a strange thing with with NFT. You cannot return it. You cannot redo it. If you pay somebody, if I pay you, and I think, oh shit, you know, wrong person, and I I can get it that's back, it. you know, buy my back, and it's that's done. what happened with uh, Board Ape Yacht Club, and like the, the a bunch of a bunch of these cases happened where they either like set the price three thousand instead of like three hundred thousand, or like things or the like wrong that. address. You cannot, yeah, you just cannot you cannot yeah. do it. And that's, that's, yeah, I would love to have, you know, that, that should be such an easy fix, like undo some, something, but it's not possible. But isn't that the, the blockchain. point of the blockchain? That's the point. Yeah. That's the point. Exactly. That's why it was created. Exactly. And, uh, but still, you know, this is something that, mm -hmm. that could be of interest, but I also think, you know, um, like you said, you feel things are off, like, you know, there's something off. Mm -hmm. Um, I also noticed it when I clicked on this link, um, uh, you know, my wallet, it said something, but it's developer's language that's yeah. in this wallet. You know, you still see that it's in that level or that, that, that face, you know, it, it's not clear. You know, the UX of these things are not always that clear. I had no idea what, what I actually approved. Feeling. There's a gut feeling with scams. And you then always know when you're getting scammed. You just like, yeah. sometimes you always feel that you always feel something is wrong when you're getting scammed. Yeah, exactly. And when, when this, this, so I actually, so apparently I opened up my wallet. I don't know mm -hmm. what the notification was, but you know, it didn't occur to me that this was actually the case. So that could be much clearer. And then actually they take stuff mm -hmm. from the wallet, which should flag something as well. Mm -hmm. And then I should, you know, approve that again. Like, Hey, these guys are taking 10, I don't know, uh, uh, NFTs from, are you sure? You know, mm -hmm. whenever I have a, when I ever do something on my computer, I get like 10 notifications. Are you sure? Are you really sure? Sure, sure. Okay, well, then, okay. And now it's like one click and gone. Yeah. That, that's, so that, yeah. That, that's also, it's because these, a lot of these wallets also don't have, I mean, MetaMask is an established company, but a lot of these wallets also don't have, you know, established ecosystems yet and established foundations. Like realistically, yes, they're five years old. But realistically, they have not seen scalability yet, right? Like that was no. the first use case in history of scalable 
wallets or scalable investments in the NFT and the crypto space. And so all these use cases, like I'm just imagining literally millions of people all at once using it, hundreds of thousands of people getting scammed. And they're like, we have no foundation set up to do anything about it, right? It's just, unless you have hundreds of millions of dollars in investment, it is very difficult to offset that and create that. And so I think the downturn is a little bit also helpful for these companies because now they've seen what happens at scale and now they're mm -hmm. able to build foundations to get ready for the next wave of adoption, hopefully, that maybe will happen in the next year or so. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it, it's also, it's growing pains and it's, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's, it needs to develop. And like you mm -hmm. said, I heard, I know it was like, uh, what was this, this, this NFT project with that astronaut, uh, it was the, oh, what's the name? But, I know what you but, mean, uh, yeah. And they, yeah, yeah. they minted and then something was wrong in the contract and mm -hmm. like $30 million worth of ETH is just stuck somewhere. It can never be retrieved. It's just My gone. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay. It's, this is, yeah. this is the biggest fuck you in the world. <laughs> yeah. I have. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think there was also another case where this old grandpa invested in Bitcoin like a long time ago. It was like when it was in cents. He, he was like, okay, I'll put in like a hundred dollars. I'll buy like some 500 Bitcoins that it, uh, leave them. Mm -hmm. He created a password for his wallet, completely forgot it. In 2017, at its peak, it was worth like almost $250 million. Yeah. He has 10 tries before his account completely closes. He's used nine out of the 10, like, 10 tries for yeah. the passwords. He has one more try or that money is lost forever. Yeah. Like, you don't want to know. You don't want to be there. No. Like yeah. That's, but there's, there's also this guy, right? That, that, yeah. is, that invested like, I don't know, like 5 million so he can... Um, uh, it's like a trash terrain and mm -hmm. apparently his computer is there somewhere and he's going to look in this trash terrain, terrain and he blocked it for, or he bought it or something just to look for his computer <laughs> because, because his ledger is on there. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. These so things yeah, happen. it's, it's, it's interesting. It's, mm -hmm. it's an interesting space. And, uh, well, I hope just this, this, you know, these, this, these, this bad vibe that it has, mm -hmm. that it will eventually go. Um, and that we will, you know, focus on better applications mm -hmm. because there's, there's so many opportunities yeah. out there that, uh, that, that NFT can, can be profitable for and, you beyond, know, can work. Assets. I think a lot of people exactly. associate NFTs exactly. with assets, but NFTs, like in itself, the technology has nothing to do with assets. We just associated it with like digital assets for some reason, but for music, for like real art, for, for a lot of things, it can be for fundraising. Oh my God. It can be amazing for crowdfunding yeah. and fundraising. Yeah, yeah, There's so many sure. amazing applications for it. If we just remove those or like try to mitigate the risks, I am hoping this is what the new version of the web is going to look like. A lot of people are talking about web four. Um, but hopefully yeah, I, I, I was imagining and the, and this is something that that i think could the the the, the blockchain and, and wallets could be really beneficial for mm -hmm. is privacy um, right, yeah. because now privacy is actually you know in the hands of corporations now mm -hmm. and um a wallet could mean that you own your, your, own, free, privacy. your yeah. own privacy and you mm -hmm. are in full control of your privacy because everything is your wallet. And instead of you begging corporations to either use or not use your information, they have to come to you mm -hmm. and say, Hey, 
can I use this part of your mm -hmm. you know, wallet information to give you something valuable? So they actually have to earn, you know, my, yeah. my data. And then I'm fine in giving it. You know, I could even exactly. imagine, I could even imagine that they get like a trial period, you know, like, um, okay, imagine well, you get show stock. me what you can do. Yeah. Imagine yeah. you get stocks like on, let's say if Meta or Google uses your data for advertisements, imagine you get stocks for like, you know, every ad campaign you agree to, or every, to, every year you agree to use, it's like almost like a vesting period where you get like four year vesting, you know, yeah. shares, if you let them use your data for four years, I think that would be pretty sick. Like a lot of people would be down for it because now it becomes less of I'm violating you to where we're a collective working together to do something. And I think even yeah. more people would be willing to listen to the ads. I'm like, if I'm personally invested in the ads and yeah. I'm making money just by looking at your ads and clicking on your website, let's do it. So what, you yeah. know? Yeah. And not only by Erling, but also that they actually provide you something valuable. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I'm, I'm, I, so it doesn't feel like, you know, advertising anymore. You know, I can imagine, I don't know, I'm, I'm walking in some street and, you know, I'm a comic fan and I walk, you know, there's like a comic store right on mm -hmm. the corner, but I, you know, I go the other way that somebody notifies me, Hey, you know, that there, there is a comic store there, right? You know, mm -hmm. maybe you can, you want to visit it. And they're like, okay, okay. You know, maybe this I'll is go. so good. TikTok. Yeah. TikTok does it so well. I think better than everyone else in the game because the way TikTok does it is not through ads. It is just through promoting videos. Like the other day, um, I'm planning a trip to Portugal for the web summit. I'm not sure if you you're familiar with it, but it's a very big tech conference and I want to stay there for a couple of weeks. And so I'm just thinking, Oh, what, what are the things that I can do in Portugal? And then suddenly on my for you page, I got a couple of videos of here are the best things to do in Lisbon. You know, da, 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 da. like it's just, it's creator videos. It's not advertisements, but it was yeah. very helpful to me. And I was very happy because I'm like, I don't want to go looking for things to do. The fact that it came to me at the right moment at the right place, it is very valuable, but it's not an advertisement that is being shoved down my throat. So I think TikTok does it so well where the user experience is not disruptive to a point where like, I'm annoyed or I don't want to see this, like YouTube, you know, or Meta or yeah. these companies. Yeah. And that I think, in, and that is in the way, you know, it's, it's, it's valuable to you and you mm -hmm. actually want to consume it. Exactly. Um, I think TikTok is also, you know, now they are, they are, they have your data, you know, yeah, you, you approved it and you said, you know, you can use anything and uh, you cannot use them if you don't share it. Mm -hmm. um, but but okay somehow, yeah, yeah, you're okay with this. Um, mm -hmm. But it is weird that they have all your data and you're not in control of it. You know, they can do the same if, if it's yours, but they, you know, they, they reverse, you know, the, the, the questionnaire in this. Mm -hmm. And I think this is where, you know, wallets, blockchain can really help um, and, uh, and make people feel, people feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And also, like I said, you know, uh, forces, force people or force company to actually, you know, contribute to you, like you mm -hmm. say, like TikTok, you know, and not like Meta or mm -hmm. you know, whoever is the bad guy. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. And this is where it needs to go. Um, and this is also this, this, you know, you, you do the, the web three generation. This mm -hmm. is also where, you know, where I envision, you know, this, this web three movement is about, mm -hmm. you know, it's about taking back control, um, being in control of your own privacy, utilizing technology and not only blockchain, but any kind of new technology mm -hmm. 
to be valuable, you know, instead of, you know, making something because you can monetize it. Yeah. Uh, All about value exchange. I think that's the power of Web3 is it's literally embedded in value exchange. It's nothing is, you can see it in the blocks itself. What is the value exchange here? And I think that's, that's, that's going to help consumers. Worldwide. Hope so. Yeah. Hope so. <laughs> awesome. Remco, any last words about, you know, all of this that we talked about? Any last, you know, notes for the audience? <laughs> um, oh, that's always a hard question. <laughs> but I, th- I think, um, um, you know, what we talked about is, you know, we have, we had some bad sides of the metaverse and mm-hmm. on the NFTs and on privacy. But like you started also, so much is being built at this mm-hmm. moment. And there's there's so many people investing money and time and dedication in this. Mm-hmm. Um, we should also see, see the value and the positivity in this. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm, I'm confident, you know, there, there will be applications that, that, that will really, you know, enlighten our lives, you mm-hmm. know, and make our lives easier, better, and more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and being, you know, in this metaverse is not a bad thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's not about uh, Wally, you know, where this fat person. <laughs> I was going to quote Wally today. I was going <laughs> to say this. This reminds me of Wally. Exactly. And um, that is, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, 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 we will just live our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, our lives will have an extra layer, mm-hmm. this metaverse layer. Yeah. Um, and I think that is that is how I want to close off. You know, it's not a, ba- a, a negative thing; it's a positive thing. It's not Wally. <laughs> no. <laughs> awesome. Well, Remco, thank you so much for joining us today. Really was great chatting with you, and we'll have you on the podcast again and see where things are going in the next two or three years. We'll do a comparison video in a couple of years. Fun. <laughs> okay. Have a good one.